All righty, here we go. It is Sunday, January 29, 2023, and I'm up early this morning. Got up about 6.15. My alarm went off at 6, and I just kind of lay there. My tray, so I don't sleep on my back. I don't know about you. I don't snore. Never have. Um, but I am a uh, sleep on the belly, sleep on the side, open mouth, need my fan and three pillows kind of sleeper. <laughs> and I've never been able to comfortably sleep on my back or in an airplane for that matter, um, or sitting up, you know. And so the way that I kind of make myself start, you know, wake up and get up is that once my alarm goes off, I turn on my, I lay on my back and I stay there. And it kind of prevents me from actually falling back asleep for more than a doze. And so anyway, that's what I do. And so I think I finally got up at about 10 after or something like that. Groggy eyed. And, and what I do, the first thing, yeah, not that you care, but um, this is what I do. I'm documenting, right? <laughs> so the first thing I do is I, I just, I set, I set this up the night before I have, so I usually just sleep with shorts and a t-shirt. And I uh, lately I've been wearing like the longer pants during the day because it's a little cooler, the longer kind of like, you know, the jogging pants. And um, I will just set those. I have this little uh, a chair next to my side of the bed. There's Oscar's bed uh, on my side of the bed. And then right next to that, um, there's a, a chair. And so I keep my pants there. And so I literally just roll out of bed, grab those pants, grab some socks out of the drawer and stumble my way downstairs in the dark with my eyes barely open because I'm still groggy from sleep. And then the only way that I'm able to like fully wake up is I go in the bathroom and I splash cold water on my face and rub some, you know, on my eyes and stuff. And then like the puffy closeness comes out of my eyes and then I wet my hair and brush it because I like to train my hair to you know it, it works actually to make my hair like even when i don't put stuff in it it kind of stays where i want it to it's nice and then i roll out and start making coffee and stuff like that but anyway i felt like sharing that um let's see what yesterday so yesterday was uh saturday and uh what did i do so yeah i picked up the boys from the lock-in they had fun turns out there were several boys that got sick uh that night and so it wasn't just isaac and isaac is seems to be fine he was we just kind of let him lay on the couch all day watching cartoons or whatever and um he seemed fine and uh energetic by the end of the day although i'm not sure if he ate or drank anything <laughs> all day and so we'll see how he is today today on tap we are going to Bush Gardens this evening. And so we actually have an interesting um, runaround that we're going to do. So one, we're going to take Isaac, Phoebe, and Oscar and drop them off at a friend's house, uh, Mandy, so she can babysit them because you know, Bush Gardens isn't a whole lot of fun for them or for us when they come, honestly. <laughs> Pull, pushing around a stroller and stuff, right? And then the rest of us are going to go up now a few days ago, we got one of those marketing mailers from a car dealership, you know, just junk mail, right? 
and on the front of it it's like you know pick your prize there's a list of prizes and then there's a little thing you pull back to see if your code matches any of the prizes you know which is clearly just a gimmick to get people to come into the dealership and so lydia pulled the thing and it showed that we won a hundred dollars hundred dollars cash the other options were like ten thousand um there was a big screen tv there was a bluetooth player and uh, a Walmart $500 gift card. We got the $100 cash and they, she's like, oh, can I have this? And, and it just turned into kind of this big deal with the kiddos of like, oh, what, we won $100, what can we do with it? <laughs> and so Nicole read the fine print and you have to go into the dealership and present this in person and stuff. So, but the kids were just like, how oh, can we do that? And because Lydia get the money since she's the one who opened it and all that stuff. And like, all right, here's what we'll do. And so today we're actually going to go to this dealership. It's kind of, it's up in the same area as Bush Gardens, just so the kids can kind of see the reality of, now maybe they'll actually give us a hundred dollars. I mean, I think legally they have to, it's in the fine print that no purchase necessary, all that stuff. So I think it'll be a cool, like, you know, experiment experience with the kids. Um, and honestly us, I've never tried to turn something like in this in. And so, uh, we'll just have to try to resist the uh, uh, sales uh, people from trying to get us to buy a car. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, anyway, we're going to do that and then go over to Bush Gardens. And so, if we have 100 bucks, hey, we got some spending money there at Bush Gardens. They're doing the Mardi Gras. Apparently, there's some cool foods and stuff going on there. And uh, so, that's on tap for today. Seems like there was something else. Oh yeah, I signed up for emails. I remember I was talking about how I'm like just I'm tired of the food planning. It's not. I don't think it's so much the cooking. It's the planning. It's the having to think about, you know, putting it all together, trying to come up with creative alternatives to just the same three or four meals that I do, and it's it's like that decision fatigue. It's it's something that, and and part of it's also because I'm, you know, I'm on a special kind of eating plan and I don't even eat half those things that I make and I don't know it's just something I am tired of putting a lot of energy into and so I signed up for emails and emails has grown a lot since the last time we used it which was a few years ago so now basically you can go in there and it comes up here's your week's plan like if I if I wanted to I wouldn't even have to like make decisions I said all right let's just do this the week plan that they set and I can click a button and it creates a grocery list. And I can go through and, and click, all right, I already have this, I already have this. Oh, swap this one out for something else. And then it automatically uploads it to the Walmart app where we get our groceries and have it delivered. And it's really quite convenient. So um, I uh, scheduled three meals for this week uh, from the plan. I, I did the 30 minutes or less meal plan. So basically quick things to make. And I uh, tried to make get things that are kind of in the lean and green style. So just meat and some veggies, not a lot of starches and stuff that I thought maybe the kids would enjoy. So anyhow, we shall see. That might be a good solution for us to do that. So that's new. And uh, yeah, I think... Uh, yeah, probably not going to watch any football today. I don't really care who wins, like, at all. <laughs> and, 
I catch up the highlights later just because I don't know why I would anyway. But um, yeah, seems like there was something else. Though. So one thing I'm trying out. Um, so I do this meditation thing. And so, so far for well over a month now, I have done uh, these affirmations is what they are. It's this app called Think Up. And I just recorded in my own voice, and there's little mu there's music you can play in the background, and it just plays it while I sit there and listen and kind of relax and let my subconscious do its thing. And so I have several Bible verses that are personalized. So like you know, I uh, will turn instead of you know the scriptures will often say you you you. I'll just turn it into me me me. And so it's basically like. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger, abounding in love. And uh, and then instead of, um, you know, he separates our sins, he separates my sins from me as far as the east is from the west. And so just that kind of thing. So really personalizing the love of God. So I have several of those type of passages. And then I roll into kind of the things I'm working on to change for myself. And so one of them, and this I got from Cliff, is this affirmation where you say, I am willing to allow my life to go well and feel good all of the time. Sounds crazy, right? Like who, whose life goes well and feels good all the time? But it's not saying my life will. It's not saying I'm even going to try to make it happen that way. But I'm a willing to allow my life to go well and feel good all the time. And kind of the, the basic premise of this idea is that uh, a lot of, you know, I don't... I don't have to react to things like I don't have to let outside influences cause turmoil inside of me, you know, like I don't have to be angry. I don't have to be upset. I don't have to, uh, you know, get bitter or any of those things like those are emotions that I can choose not to have if I and so that that would make me feel good, even if there's a reason to be angry is kind of the idea. And so those are choices I can make. And part of the work on the subconscious is to make that what I actually do. And so uh, there's other ones like the four agreements that I'm working on. You know, be impeccable with your word. Don't take anything personally. Don't make assumptions and always do your best in the moment, which kind of goes along with the uh, having realistic expectations of myself and others. And then uh, I also have one about my health. You know, basically I'm a healthy person. I make healthy choices and I look good and feel good because of it, which is true, you know? And uh, I wanna keep it that way, right? And so the key to the affirmations, and this is what I worked with Cliff on, is that uh, uh, they have to be something that I actually believe to be true, like all the way. It can't be something I'm hoping to believe or that I want to believe. It has to be something I actually do believe, otherwise my subconscious won't like adopt it or try to make it happen, so to speak. And so originally, uh, for like the four agreements, I would say, I will be impeccable with my word. Well, the truth is I don't believe that because I'll make mistakes, you know, I'm not there yet. And so as I'm listening to that, I'm not agreeing with it. I'm agreeing that I want to, but not agreeing that I am, right? And so I had to change it to, I am working, I am, what did I say? I'm, I am improving daily at being impeccable with my word. Yes, I agree with that, because I am. Or I am intentionally working on not taking anything personally. That is true. And so 
um, the, the idea of this is that as I basically, as I agree with these things that I say, then my subconscious uh, will work toward making that a reality or something like that. At least that's how it's supposed to work. So another avenue of this is uh, visualizations. And so this is something I want to get into next. It's like uh, guided relaxation um, with visualizations. And so visualizations can be simply uh, like for this this morning, I tried one out that Cliff had you know sent me an example that was on YouTube, and it was like a guided meditation where this lady's talking in a soothing voice, and I'm and there's music, and she's basically imagining she's talking about imagining myself as a mountain, and she's describing the mountain and all that's around it, and kind of like it was kind of neat. It was very it was enjoyable, and it was relaxing, and so that's like one form of visualization. Another one is to describe a future scenario that you're wanting to achieve, wanting to happen. So, for example, in my case, one of the things that I, uh, and so I'm working on creating my own visualizations for certain things that I want to accomplish or maintain. And one of them is like the health thing. So I'm creating a scenario in which I do like a guided visualization for myself of like uh, being healthy, being fit, um, you know, building muscle, those kinds of things, and just describing like this this scenario that I want to happen and that I uh, can visualize myself being in, and then and the idea is that as I as I kind of make that a mental reality in my head, uh, as I'm picturing it and imagining it. Um, that my subconscious can't tell the difference between a real scenario, real memory or a, um, you know, a generated memory. And uh, it will kind of basically it will work toward making that a reality. So, and, and, you know, in one sense, you know, it kind of sounds loopy. It kind of sounds like a lot of, um, you know, I'm not even sure what the word is for it, but it's like, where's God in all this? And, you know, I think, honestly, this is a form of what it means to pray. Because I'm not just thinking of myself and only just my imagining of things is what's going to make stuff happen. That, no, I'm actually communicating with God who wants to see me do good things, who wants to see me shine, um, who, I mean, he says stuff like, ask, keep asking, keep seeking, keep knocking. Well, how, how exactly do you do that? Do you just sit there and keep muttering the words? I don't know. Maybe this is one of the ways that you can do that, where you're like in your mind imagining this thing that you want, and then effectively, you know, in your heart and mind, saying, "Turning this, you know, God, this is this is what I'm asking for," kind of thing. I don't know. I'm experimenting with these things, um, and that's okay. Because guess what? None of us have it all figured out. So, what if I was a pastor for ten years? You know what? There's a lot of things that I taught. A lot of things that I taught that I'm having like that I'm not so much in agreement about anymore. Not a hundred percent, not a whole break with the theology of the cross or, you know, who Jesus is or what it means to be saved, but just some of the, some of the practical sides of things and just how much we're expected to do and be. And, uh, yeah, 
a lot of things. There's a really cool podcast I've been listening to, if you're interested. It's called Bema, B-E-M-A, and it's this long one. It's the kind of thing you start at the beginning, and it'll take you a long time to get through. But it's a, it's a going through the whole Bible from the very beginning, and it's basically a Jewish rabbi teaching on it, a Christian Jewish rabbi teaching on it as uh, what it meant to the people it was actually written to and the people who lived it out and the cultural and the mindset wise, just the way they think about things. It's, it's actually quite eye opening about some things. So anyway, I encourage you to check that out if you're interested. Well, all right. I suppose that's enough. Uh, look into my inside world. I think I'm going to change the um, little write up of uh, the Life Less Traveled podcast instead of saying I'm not a perfect person. And so on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually start it out with something like I don't want an ordinary life. Because that's really kind of the idea of the Life Less Traveled is like it's not focusing on whether I'm perfect or not. I might include that because it's true. But I, the point of this podcast I'm finding uh, is that I don't want a life that's ordinary. I don't want, I want a life that's less traveled. Forge a new path, that kind of thing. And uh, honestly, I think everyone wants that. I, my mama talked to me about that and how we all want that. And truth is, we all have that. No two lives are the same, even though we might have similar trajectory you know you get the same job have the same number of kids go to the same church i mean but it's still a different life right but i want to i want to have a life of intentionality that's kind of what i'm saying and not everyone does that but maybe you do maybe that's why you like listening to this anyway i'm gonna go public with this later this week and see if I can pick up a couple more listeners, and who knows what this will turn into. But that, I think, is enough for this fine, what looks like a beautiful day outside, Sunday morning here in eastern Virginia. This is the life less traveled. Thanks for listening.